employer brand consultant at Get Your Guide, and you're listening to Talented, Get Your Guide's recruiting podcast. Now on to the interview. All right, welcome to episode four of Talented, our recruiting podcast. The topic today is recruiting firms, how to work with them effectively. And so, Ines, could you just introduce yourself? Um, yeah, hi, I'm Ines. I work as a senior tech recruiter at Get Your Guide. Um, I've been working um, for Get Your Guide for almost one year, and before that, I also um, worked mainly in the field of recruitment a couple of years, uh, not only in Germany, but also in New Zealand as well as in Australia. And you've worked both in house and for a recruiting yes, firm before? Yes, okay. I worked mainly in-house, but I also had the experience to work for a recruitment firm for different clients um, for one year in New Zealand. Okay, great. And then, of course, we have Andrew. Hi. I've also worked, had the pleasure of working in a, in a recruiting firm, and, and that's where I learned, I think, my foundation of recruiting. Okay, great. And so maybe first you can talk a little bit about how we use recruiting firms at Get Your Guide. So when are we going to partner with a firm? For which roles? At what point in the process? We have recruiting firms involved, I would say, mainly for, for senior positions or positions that are very challenging to fill. fill. So we also have an um, in-house team here supporting us, but of course there are positions, I mean, I'm especially focused on the tech area and work a lot or recruit a lot for senior manager position and there we also actively involve recruitment firms. And what is the unique value proposition of a recruiting firm for these roles? So from my experience, of course, depends a little bit on, on the firm you work with, but um, Definitely, I mean, when, 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 you, when you partner with someone who is really strong in this field, they of course have a lot of expertise in this area, which, which can add value. They um, have already built up relationships with candidates that maybe or in-house sourcing team haven't done um, so far. So, so, so sometimes when we come up with a new role, they already have a network there and they can normally deliver very fast, high quality profiles. Okay. Yeah, I also think of value is like they, they really know the market. You yeah. know, so yeah. they, they work for more than one company. They'll know what their other clients are, are looking for and what the environment is within their other in their current clients, but then also they're interviewing so many different candidates for so many different clients that they'll be able to like also understand like the macro economy that exists. Mm-hmm. Some of that knowledge that we get, not not just from um, like getting candidates from, from uh, recruiting firms, but also getting um, you know, market-based knowledge, you know, what are some of the companies that maybe use the same technologies or try to, like, hire the similar people to us? Even down to, like, compensation, if we've, like, hired for a role where we haven't actually built out a compensation band for the role, like, then even, you know, asking the recruiting firm, like, from their perspective, knowing the market, like, what is a fair compensation, um, which is one data point. And then, of course, we use other data points to determine compensation. But like, I think the like, recruiting firms can be like a great partner and, and, and also an extension of our team. And when working with a new firm, how do you create a strong relationship where you feel confident that you're going to get results? So what does that, how do you build that relationship? And then once you have the relationship, we have a firm, how are you managing that to make sure that things are working on both sides? They know what they're looking for and you know what you're going to be getting. So I think at first it's important when you don't know the, the recruitment firm well and the consultants you will be working with, of course, um, I always try to understand what, what, they, what they can, what value they can 
at it first and also just to understand a bit better, okay, what knowledge do they have of the market and what expertise do they have in recruitment in this field and, and based on that I can also make a decision, okay, do we have a good feeling working with them together and then doing a very good briefing with them. So I think it's very important that they get very detailed information not only about the company um, and the selling points, so, so what can we can we offer in the company in the position, but also what do we require. So because you want to give them a detailed briefing as possible from the beginning so they know exactly what they are looking for because otherwise um, there might be the issue that you get profiles that you actually don't require. So and I think also especially at the beginning it's very important to monitor the profiles that they um, send you just so you can basically make sure okay this is also what we are looking for and um, yeah, to establish a strong partnership, I'm not a big fan of including a lot of agencies for one position because this normally, also from my experience working um, in a recruitment firm before, um, reduces the motivation to deliver profiles, right? Because when you have too many people reaching out for, for the same um, candidates in the market, um, the, the motivation is maybe also not so high to, to deliver. So I always pick one to maximum three um, recruitment firms for one position based on how the results are and that also gives them a better feeling that they are very valued and that we trust them to work with them and I think this is really important and then also always keeping it up to date um, and then act fast when they have any questions regarding some candidates so that they get the feeling okay we take them seriously we won't really see them as a partner um, that can add, actually add value um, mm -hmm. to, to the recruitment for so you invest a lot of time, you know, working with, working with firms, and I, I totally agree with your, especially to your last point around, like, when we commit to working with a firm, like, we have to commit to, like, working with their candidates as quickly as possible and giving them real feedback as quickly as possible so uh -huh. they can get calibrated. When do you notice that, like, that a, a firm, when a firm is having a hard time getting calibrated, at what point do you stop working with the firm? Because uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of firms out there that are trying to do business with um, with with companies, and so like, yeah, how do you, you know, select the ones that are um, you want to work with, and then once you select those, how much uh, leeway do you give those companies? So I mean, based that we normally have a very high urgency to close positions very early, um, I'm quite strict at this point, to be honest. Um, I mean, you of course have to give the firm a chance to find the candidates at first, and that might take some time, but after two weeks, it would be great always to get some first results, and then when you see, okay, the profiles are maybe not, not what we expect, of course, you need to talk to them again. You can also include maybe the hiring manager, um, talking to the recruitment firm um, and then you know after the second or maximum third time when I when I realize okay it's it's still like it's, it's not getting better even if we we've done a very good briefing briefing which we normally do here very well in my opinion so then I would say uh, three weeks maximum one month is probably likely more three weeks that I decide to, to move on yeah, I, I agree with that. I once used uh, a number of candidates as a, as a benchmark. So I've told firms okay. to like only submit like their top, you know, three or four candidates. And like, let's see how far those candidates can make it in the funnel. And if they're not even passing the recruiter screen and we're, we're 0 for 4, then yeah. you're having a hard time getting calibrated. It's probably a mismatch of, you know, what the recruiting firm's skills are and what you know I would be looking for. So I'd always try to set those expectations up front uh, to go more for quality over quantity. Um, 
I think it's the worst thing that we could have is just get more CVs that we think are, you know, properly vetted by a recruiting firm that ends up wasting our time. Mm -hmm. um, like we're we're better off just, you know, posting our jobs and you know, going through going through that channel to hire people. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to be very straightforward and also to say, hey, look, you have the chance here to get exclusivity for a role, but we also expect results and. Um, what I also um, find very important is that the um, firm also invests in briefing the candidates very well. Mm -hmm. So okay. in the past, I also experienced a lot that um, they sent profiles where where I couldn't even understand why why they are suitable for opposition and where okay, I also got the feeling it seems like they didn't even talk to the candidate um, about this opportunity. So that's also something that I expected to make sure that we don't waste too much time from our side uh, to explain the candidate what the role entails, but rather that we can jump quickly up to the interview already with the candidate. So in an ideal world, you work with a firm, you've given them the profile, and then when that candidate comes to you, it's not that they're just a good candidate, it's that they also are very familiar with Get Your Guide. They, they have a little bit more information maybe than the average candidate who's applying. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. I mean, we are always there to answer questions. Um, and also, I double check a lot on motivation of the candidate to make sure that the expectations are aligned because otherwise you invest maybe too much, too, too much time in to getting the candidate through the funnel and at the end it's not working out because it's a mismatch of the expectations. So I think it should be very clear from the beginning and this should be part also of the firm, uh, like part of the job from the firm to, to give them a good briefing and align the expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of firms as like, the, you know, they're, they're an extension of our internal team. So mm -hmm. once you get through that calibration phase, like if they can get candidates like, you know, down the funnel and they get candidates excited and they're, they're properly selling, you know, the opportunity uh, at Get Your Guide, then at some point, which is hopefully, you know, sooner rather than later, like the candidates that come from that firm, I know are going to be high quality and I just put them right in the interview process. Like mm -hmm. where, you know, we, we can actually eliminate some steps. You know, if a firm does a good job in like really assessing for and selling the opportunity. And that's what I would advise really any, like any, any, you know, whatever startup or, or um, company that's working with, you know, recruiting firms is to like try to, you know, invest a little time up front, get these companies, you know, calibrated, and then they can actually do, you know, some of the recruiting work for you. So we've talked a little bit about what you need as a recruiter working in-house, mm -hmm. but then as a recruiter from a firm, was there ever any information that was consistently lacking? What do you really need for it to be a successful relationship where you feel super equipped to go out and find the right kind of people? Is it different or is it about yeah, the same? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends also a little bit on the, the recruitment consultant because I experienced also working with a lot of recruitment consultants who just quickly wanted to, to make some money, to be honest, and they just cared about sales and numbers and they didn't even bother to ask specific questions to understand the position in the company okay. from the client. So I think that's something very important to consider as a consultant, not only to, of course, know the market, um, and in my case also technologies, um, so, so have, a, have a bit of an understanding there, but also really to dig deep into the company structure, values, and what is required for the position. So I think this is the minimum that, that's, that someone as a recruitment consultant should ask. The thing that they, that they can also do would be to um, like really engage with the companies that are engaging you. So like okay. what we say, it's like, you know, it's really important for us in house to like, 
get back to recruiting firms about their candidates right away and prioritize, you know, in some ways prioritize their candidates because we think that they're they're already properly um, assessed and they're mm -hmm. a good match. So, you know, that's our commitment when we work with a recruiting firm. You know, the we what we're expecting is like, yeah, you're working really hard, you know, for us. So, like, if I was a recruiting consultant or when I was working at a, at a recruiting firm, like, the clients that I worked harder for were the ones that were like giving me real feedback about my candidates that were like, like when they, when an interview came, like they, they made me part of their team. Like they would include me in debriefs. They would include me in, in parts of the process where I got a chance to like learn more about what's going on in the company. And I wasn't viewed as like this third party where they don't want to pay the fee. And like, cause those type of clients, uh, um, or if you're a company thinking about using a recruiting firm, and the fee gets in the way or paying the fee gets in the way of you using the firm or if you're a recruiter and your pride gets in the way of using the, the firm at the end of the day what the business cares most about is hiring the best person regardless of what their source is and, and you know you should focus on that and as a, you know as a recruiting consultant like you know that's what you should be striving for as well Okay, so then if a candidate maybe knows about Get Your Guide, has an eye on our career page, sees a role that's of interest to them, and then around the same time is also contacted by a recruiter, a recruiting firm about the role, what would your recommendation be for their path? Should they apply organically, so apply to the career page? Should they go through the firm, which is going to be the better sort of experience for them? Is there one that's better than the other? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a tough question to answer because I think from coming through a recruiting firm, you think you have, from a candidate perspective, you have probably like, a, you would think an inside track into that um, mm -hmm. company. Um, and so the firms, I think, that are saying, hey, that Get Your Guide works with, you know, are maybe advertising their roles or they're reaching out to people, like, they do have an inside track to our team um, where... Sometimes in companies you send a send a CV in and, and it's a black hole. Like we actually try to get back to every candidate within a very timely manner. For sure. Um, that's really important to us from a candidate experience perspective. So for us, I think it, it's it's you know slightly less important. Or unless like if you're not a maybe the best fit for the role and you know your cover letter doesn't read to why you're you really want this role then maybe you'd want to you know go through a recruiting firm because they've done the assessment of you and then they're promoting you for the role but don't i think i would avoid just doing both channels and trying to optimize because i think that causes <laughs> internally that causes some confusion right and also I wouldn't try if an if a recruiting firm like like wants to represent me at a company, I give them the fair opportunity to do that. I don't just try to like go on the company's website and apply, or I try to learn like how much of a relationship they have with the company. So, you know, as a candidate, I would ask questions like, "Oh, how long have you worked with Get Your Guide? You know, how well do you know the manager? How long has the search been opening? What are they looking for?" Like, I almost would interview the firm mm -hmm. uh, before committing to where my CV was going to be going and being sent. Yeah, and I think it's also, in, in this case, important from candidates' perspective, to be honest. So I experienced a lot in the past that we already interviewed a candidate because the candidate applied directly and then we received the CV again yeah. via an agency. And there's no point of doing that because we have everything tracked in our system anyway. So, right. yeah, so I think also honesty from the candidate is very important. Yeah, just try to make, like, I mean, for candidate searches, try to make it like as, as clean as possible and as straightforward as possible. Um, I think that 
allows you to represent yourself um, in the light of like what a company would probably want to hire.